up to $26,000 per employee? They call it the 15-minute refund, but it's not a gimmick. It's for business owners who stuck it out during the pandemic. The Employee Retention Tax Credit, or ERTC. But time is running out to get started. Talk to the experts. JWC Advisors at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Who are they? CPAs who will keep you on the right side of the IRS. So do it the right way. Go to iHeartTaxRefunds.com. That's iHeartTaxRefunds.com. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Austin Sims, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be, Sebastian. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for waking up early. You're in Las Vegas at the moment. At the time we're recording here, it's 10 a.m. I mean, it's not that early, but uh, what's early in the startup world, right? Exactly. There's no such thing. It's always on. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's kick things off by helping our listeners better understand a little bit about you, and then we'll get into what's going on in the world of Day Rise and how that all really came to become a reality. Yeah, thanks, Sebastian. Yeah, so uh, well, we're, we're a startup called Dayrise. Um, we're, we're a couple of years old. Um, and what, what we've basically built the company around is trying to solve the fact that there isn't enough transparency in the world when it comes to sustainability. So most businesses want to become more sustainable, um, and certainly most consumers want to shop more sustainably too. But it's really difficult. Um, there's just not the information out there, either for businesses to actually understand their impacts and for consumers to shop more responsibly. So what we've developed over the last couple of years is a technology that actually helps businesses understand their impact. Um, we, uh, do a, we've developed a technology that can assess the impact of any consumer product, and we give businesses a really detailed report on their impact. And then we also create consumer tools that help consumers understand the impact as well, so they can actually shop more responsibly for the first time. Now you have, you guys create a solution to be able to, to figure out what, you know, what is friendly and what is not friendly, I guess, for argument's sake here, environmentally wise. Um, but do you also have a platform where people can actually buy these, these products from? Yeah, so we do. So our core business is the technology and we actually sell that and, and actually are a B2B business selling that to, to, to companies so they can actually understand their impact. Um, but we also have a marketplace as well. So what we've done is um, we've pulled together the the best, I guess, the best uh, products, the best sustainable products on the market and put that in one place so that consumers actually don't need to shop around. They can actually find the best sustainable products in, in one place. So I guess we're attacking it from a couple of different angles, making sustainability easy for business, um, giving them the tools to understand the impact of their products and actually uh, reduce the impact of the products they produce, and then making it easy for consumers to shop by uh, giving them assets and tools so they can compare products and then pulling all those products together onto one marketplace so they can find the best sustainable products. Well, it sounds to me like you guys really got the B2C and B2B markets cornered with being able to create a solution for both. Yeah, where we started, and if I think back to how the company started a couple of years ago, myself and one of my co-founders, we were actually having a big debate. Uh, we're actually on holiday with our kids and they bought this blow-up device um, and they were in the swimming pool and we, we were debating about how sustainable that product was. And where we got to was uh, we actually didn't know. We were just de debating a point of view rather than any hard facts. 
Um, and we realized that there just wasn't enough information at a consumer level. And then when we dove into that and, and, and really wanted to understand why, where we got to was the reason why consumers don't have that information is because most businesses don't have that information. They really don't understand their impact. The, the industry standard for understanding the impact of a product is called a, a life cycle assessment. And it's a great measurement, but it also takes about three months per product and costs up to $30,000. So most businesses just couldn't afford that. So we realized that the, the, the problem was a, a consumer problem, but it really started at the business level. So that's when we realized we needed to make it easier for businesses to understand the impact so that we could eventually make that choice easier for the consumer as well. Yeah, because that's you're almost you're able to achieve a couple of objectives by, by utilizing that approach, because number one, there's a gigantic learning curve for consumers anyway. So if you're starting with where the consumers are actually at and where their attention's at and what they're buying, uh, it, it, that makes perfect sense. So how did this all begin? Like, where did this, somebody wake up one day and go, you know what their need? I mean, the, the, the environment and, 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 being aware of what's friendly to it and what's going to contribute to its longevity has, has been an ongoing conversation uh, for some time, especially at, you know, as of recent here, but as far as solutions being created on here, where did this all begin and who came up with it? Yeah. So, so as I said, I was, I was on holiday with one of my co-founders and our, our kids were swimming in the swimming pool and, and we got into this debate about the products. And, ah, and okay. <laughs> we, we, we'd both been in business for a while though. And I think um, as part of that conversation, I think we both realized that we wanted to use our experience to actually create some good in the world as well. Um, and obviously looking at your children, it's easy to think of a future where you want to make a better future for your children as well. Sure. So that, that's where the conversation really started. And, and I'm, I'm not a climate activist as such. Um, I guess I consider myself quite, quite normal or, or sort of what we call it, I'm, I'm eco-conscious without being an activist. But I realised that there's a huge group that was similar to me that really wanted to shop better um, but just didn't have the tools. And, and most of us don't have the understanding or the time really to, to really understand and, and dive deep into each category to try and understand what, what is sustainable. So I think like, like most businesses, Sebastian, that you probably talk to, um, the idea came with a solution for myself and for my co-founders. Like we, we wanted to actually be able to shop better and to shop more sustainably and realize that there wasn't the tool on the market to do that. So that's where it started. So we, we got together 20 of the, the best scientists, um, sustainability scientists in, in the world and sat down and said, well, why is this so hard? And how can we make it easier? And that's that's where we developed the technology so that we can actually fast track that assessment um, and make it a lot more cheaper. Um, so I think I said that the current life cycle assessment analysis is about $20,000 or $30,000 a product. We do it for $60, $60 a product uh, on an annual subscription. So we're really trying to democratize this sustainability and make it such that any business can actually understand the impact of their products and then obviously convey that to the consumer so the consumer can make a better choice. Sure. I pretty much ask you the same question twice there, but this stuff's all new here. I love seeing solutions being <laughs> created and brought out into the world to actually make a difference. I think that the most common thing you can think of, you know, as a consumer, um, this day and age of doing something to, to, to air quotes, do your part would probably be to recycle. If there's recycling available in your neighborhood or where you live, or there's a facility like that's, that's been around for, for, for quite some time, as far as, you know, being able to contribute to our environment, what's happening. But now this is this is the next um, I don't want to say uh, horizon or level rather of of being aware of what's possible as far as what we can actually do as consumers. So um, and a lot of people 
and correct me if I'm wrong, are, are you finding that still in 2022, at the time we're recording this podcast episode, that a lot of consumers are still completely in the dark about what ways they can they can they can show up and do their part to contribute to 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 the environment? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I think I think people are confused because they're overwhelmed with messaging, and, and sometimes that messaging is conflicting as well. Um, and, and we looked at things like eco labels, which which are great, but there's so many of them um, that it becomes overwhelming for consumers as well. So what what we found is is there's a general intent from consumers to to want to act more sustainably. In fact, we did we did research around it, and there's lots of research to support that. But the action isn't is lagging behind the intent. Um, so there's there's a, there's a gap there between what consumers want to do and what they're actually doing, and that's that's what we really drilled into, um, which is you know that the reason why consumers are not acting is because they're overwhelmed and confused. So what we're all about is just bringing that level of transparency. So we we bring that independent analysis of, of every consumer product, and again, our, our business is not about naming and shaming businesses. Our business is really about supporting businesses. We we, we give them an amazing report about their product that tells them where they are doing really well in terms of their impact and, and where they can do better. Um, I think that's that's been something that's really been, been well received by our businesses. So we, we've we've only been live for about six months and we've already signed 500 brands. And, and, and what's been really pleasing is, you know, when we do go back to the brands and we give them their assessment um, and we give them a score, we give them a sustainability score. And sometimes that score is lower than they would like and lower than they would expect. But what they're really interested in is not so much their score, but we give them this detailed report with things that they can do to improve their products and improve their score and therefore reducing their impact. And, and that's what they get. That's what they get really excited about is, is, is that report and what they can do. And, and to pick up on your point, Sebastian, um, it is 2022 and we're recording this podcast. You know, it is, it is crazy given all the conversations about us all wanting to be more eco-conscious um, you know, we had COP26 last year, and yet when we go shopping for pretty much any consumer product, we have no idea about the impact of that product. And have no sense. We can't compare products. Um, and that's what we're really trying to solve for the consumer sense is, you know, we really need to put the power of the choice in the hands of the consumer, make it easy for them, make it transparent. And, and that's what our technology does. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, that's what technology affords us to do, to be able to learn, learn things that we didn't know just as the world continues you know, to evolve. It's funny. You tell me the story about being on, on vacation uh, with your co-founders and the conversation being blossomed out of a pool float. I, I, my brain automatically goes to like your next viral video ads one of the founders <laughs> laying on a sustainable pool float uh asking questions and and or you know a play on words of what's the what's the number one thing people say about products or services these days oh that's terrible for you or those are terrible for you i mean basically anything we're utilizing these days nobody really knows whether it's a dish rag or the dish soap or a laundry soap or don't use that vacuum cleaner so it's kind of crazy i think there's that that's where the mass confusion is at least for myself too. I mean, I, I'm always open to find out how I can contribute and play my play, you know, play my part and role in, 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 in helping the environment out here. But how you guys creating solutions like this, I think are, are going to make it the norm. And once I, I, it starts I, to become the norm, then, then, well, that it becomes part of the, the, the everyday with people. I, I, I agree. I think, I think the, the one thing that we're really um, focused on is not making people feel guilty um, because guilty is not a great emotion. Um, I think that's sometimes where 
brands and businesses in the sustainability space go wrong um, where they they try and put too much emotional pressure on consumers. We're, we're all human and we're all trying to do better. And, and we're just helping, trying to help people do a little bit better. So I think people get, we talked about it a while ago, Sebastian, people get overwhelmed with all the things they need to do in their lifestyle to become more sustainable. Um, and, and sometimes that can make people paralyzed. So they, there's so much they think they should do, they end up doing nothing. Um, so we, we really want to make it simple and easy and, and and avoid the guilt trip because consumption in itself is not bad. Um, we all need to buy things. Um, what, what's bad is overconsumption, but without the proper tools to know the impact of everything that you buy, there's no way for people to make better choices. So you can't change what you can't measure. We, we're giving consumers the first time the tools to be able to really measure their impacts by giving them the tools to actually understand what they're purchasing. Yeah. I mean, if you know that you can buy better light bulbs for your house and you're going to pay less for your energy bill and they're better for the environment, guess what? You'll probably pay an extra five bucks for a light bulb. Those are those things or or if, you know, the ease of use, like removing friction from our lives based on technology. It's crazy to see how these two worlds are really colliding. I mean, my goodness, you can pull into the driveway of your house, turn all the lights on, open the front door, the garage door and, you know, start the microwave all from your phone these days. So, you know, the, the, the next phase of that, I think, would will be, you know, how can we contribute back to the environment based on the ease of use that technology provides? So I, I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's a, we, I think we're right at the start of it. And I think we'll, we'll hopefully we'll sit together in a couple of years time, Sebastian. And the fact that we were talking about a, a time a couple of years ago where we were all shopping without understanding the impact will feel like a long, long time ago. Right. Right. It really, it really does. And technology does speed things up quite a bit. So again, the time we're recording this, you guys are currently at CES in Las Vegas. That's a consumer electronics show. For those of you not familiar, what are you guys um, broadcasting and evangelizing at CES this year uh, with, with Dayrise? Yeah, it's really the launch of our products. So um, we've been live now for so the business is a couple of years old um, and, and like in any startup world, uh, it took us a couple of years to develop the technology. Um, and so it's really, really quite complex. So we, we've only just launched and we, we, we're based in Amsterdam. So we're a European business and, and we've really got proof of concept and, and, and delivered product market fit in, 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 uh, in Europe. Um, and, and now we're bringing it over to, to the US. And so this is really the launch of, of the technology in, in, in the US. So CES, uh, we were lucky enough to be invited to come to CES uh, and, and display our technology. So that's what we've been doing this week is, is really talking to big retailers and, and big brands in the US um, and, and had some really great meetings over here to, to try and bring the, the technology to the US in 2022. Amazing. What a great platform to launch on. It's game time officially here. And then, you know, taking your proof, you got a proof of concept. It worked, it worked there. Uh, why wouldn't it work here? So I, I, well, I'm, I'm extremely encouraged by our conversation and by the entire idea and concept of what you guys got going on with, with Dayrise. The world needs more solutions like this, where we can leverage technology to both educate motivate and differentiate the solutions that are readily available to everyone out there. But you guys are making sure that's done on the B2B side by helping them provide the solutions and also on the B2C side by helping consumers really understand what this whole world of environmental friendliness really, really means. So keep up the great work. 
Thanks, Sebastian. Really appreciate your time. Absolutely. The pleasure has been all mine. And uh, for those of you that want to learn more about Dayrise, all of their information is going to be available in the show notes. That's the description of this podcast episode, if you're not familiar. So make sure that you connect with them. Uh, If you're listening to this and you're thinking, holy cow, this is a solution my business needs. Well, you're going to be able to connect with them too and consumers. Well, they're going to be able to help you better understand what's possible with this as well. So, uh, well, friends, this does it for another episode of the Grit Daily Startup Podcast. Um, I sure do appreciate your time, Austin. I look forward to watching Dayrise continue to unfold and and succeed with what you guys have set out to do. Thanks. Uh, Hopefully we'll speak in a couple of years. Yes, absolutely. I'll see you at the top. Thanks a lot. Cheers, Sebastian. Amen. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. Head into your local Safeway for great spring savings throughout the store. This week at Safeway, get yellow peaches or nectarines for the member price of $1.88 per pound. Also this week at Safeway, value packs of Signature Farms chicken drumsticks, thighs, leg quarters, or picnic packs are buy one, get one free. Plus, get value packs of USDA Choice Boneless Beef Top Sirloin Steak for the member price of $4.99 per pound. Visit Safeway.com, download the Safeway for You app, or head in store to find more great deals at Safeway.